are now listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. On today's program, I want to focus in on where the world is going very, very quickly. And when I say very quickly, I'm talking about a matter of months and years. I'm not talking about some far off projection. What is the ultimate purpose of things like COVID 19? Why is there a plan for global governments, which they have cleverly renamed as global governance because it's softer? What is digital tyranny all about? Why, why do we really have uh, electronic surveillance equipment on us, in us, in our homes, our cell phones, what is called the Internet of Things, all the electronic devices in our house or condo or apartment or whatever, can all be tapped into and used to spy on us via electronic surveillance. And what is the real reason for this depopulation uh, agenda? Is it the cure for uh, climate change, as we have been told? Or is there something more sinister at work? You know, I have been researching this stuff for uh, close to 40 years. I started researching at a very young age, reading, well, a lot, everybody else was watching television. I was reading, you know, relatively heavy-duty books. So my research begins way back farther than most people's would because they were watching TV and zoned out or whatever one. When I knew, even though I was raised in an atheist home, in a secular humanist home, deep down inside me, I knew there was something weird. There was something tilted. There was something off about this thing we call reality all around us. But I couldn't put my finger on it. Those answers were not readily available. Certain topics of discussion were just not permitted in, in social circles. For example, if I did, and believe me, I did all the time, I would ask questions to my peers and to adults about, well, what is the meaning of life? And very rarely did I get an answer, and most often people got nervous and uncomfortable in the room, and they quickly changed the subject. And to me, the fact that adults and teachers and my peers would always would always change the subject if I even remotely touched on uh, these questions like, why am I alive? What is my purpose in life? What is the meaning to life? And by the way, I have all these accounts of what happened to me in my new book, Power From On High, because that began a search by me to find those answers. You see, the very fact that everybody got nervous, everybody, you know, changed the subject, that somehow I had broken some big taboo of society by asking questions like, is there life after death or whatever? The fact that people got so uptight and nervous about my questions, to me, was a, a flashing red light signal that I had struck pay dirt, that I had uh, hit on a nerve somewhere among people, that, that I was on the right track. Because after all, if the question was really dumb that I asked, or really irrelevant, 
why would it cause people to get so uh, nervous and and uh, change the subject and use all kinds of uh, uh, social interaction devices to to escape having to deal with the question. So that only propelled me. It amplified my my desire to find the truth. Now, years later, I discovered what many of your friends still don't get. Most of you listening to the Paul McGuire Report, you get it or you wouldn't be listening to me. But most of your friends, most of the people you interact with, they still don't get it. And I'm talking about religious people, too. I'm talking about Christians, too. They don't get it. That there is, among other things, a master plan, sociologically, a master plan to keep people from asking these kinds of questions about life and the meaning of life. It's not just you know, uh, a, a, a social evolvement in the culture where at this period of time, sociologically, people don't like to talk about that stuff. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. There's a secret plan behind it. There's an agenda behind it. And the agenda is, and always has been, to hide from the masses, to hide from the people, especially young people, to hide from them, to conceal from them, what the real meaning of life is and what they're really doing here on planet Earth. You say, well, what are you talking about? Not you. you. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people we all encounter on a regular basis. You know, the people that look like they saw a deer in the headlights and they're frozen in their tracks and their eyes are uh, the size of saucers. You know what I'm talking about. People that are like, if you break rank and actually say something true or ask a question that, that deals with real truth, they literally go into a state of shock. And you know that expression, you know that look that they get in their eyes, that, that bewitched, bedazzled look, like, like somebody put them in a spell and, and you accidentally or inadvertently uh, stepped on the spell and broke it for a moment and, and they're in a nanosecond freak out. You know what I'm talking about. So, little did I know that all the areas that I plunged myself into researching in a search for answers would ultimately end up decades later uh, moving from New York City to L.A. And the answers began to come to me. In other words, the research, the reading, the studying. And when I began my research and my studying and reading, we didn't have the, the, the luxury of the internet, of social media, of search engines, of, of an overwhelming amount of information available, assuming you know how to get around the rigged censorship filters. In other words, there's a lot of people you know that, that give up looking for the truth, trying to find the truth, because they type in something in the search engine and nothing comes up. Well, that's because in the last eight years, they've rigged the search engines. But if you know what question to ask or what term or how to phrase it, all kinds of secret doors of information will open up. I'll give you an example. 
uh, just regarding the research I've been doing uh, this week and last week. Because of the Internet, it's perfectly legal. I have been able to research declassified CIA files on uh, a number of secret programs conducted uh, by the CIA uh, that have to do with electromagnetic frequency and changing your consciousness. And one of these declassified secret programs is called the Gateway Program. And it was based on the studies of, of a guy named Robert Monroe. Now, I knew all about Robert Monroe way, way back when I was in the New Age movement and, and majoring in altered states of consciousness at the University of Missouri. Robert Monroe was the researcher who was best known for using uh, electromagnetic frequencies to, to uh, cause him to experience, experience OBEs, out-of-body experiences. And little did I know that this kind of fringe researcher uh, suddenly was this high-powered guy training who knows how many CIA agents and others in how to alter their states of consciousness using both binaural beats and isochronic tones in which you listen to specific EMF frequencies like the, the Schumann frequency which is simply, the Schumann frequency is the frequency of the Earth. It's known as the Earth pulse, because our Earth is pulsing electromagnetically at a, at a frequency of, I believe it's 7.83 hertz. And 7.83 hertz, when you get your mind and your, and your body to, to resonate at the, at the Earth pulse frequency, um, all kinds of doors open up to you in your consciousness. So, so this obscure, uh, obscure New Age researcher uh, is now is now he's no longer alive, but training CIA agents. So it's amazing how when you study and research, you may walk down a road that doesn't seem all that important at the time, and then maybe ten years later, it'll be looming up before you. And it, it wasn't that it wasn't important at the time. It, it was that you didn't have enough additional research to recognize its importance. Okay, so what is the game plan? And let's ask that question right up front on the Paul McGuire report. And let's remind ourselves and others that Jesus Christ said to us, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And when Jesus said that, he just didn't mean spiritual religious, salvation, truth. Jesus meant truth, true truth in every area of life. When you know the truth, whether it's economic truth or spiritual truth, obviously the truth that you're born again by faith, that you can be saved by faith, not of works, lest any man should boast, and that you enter heaven by faith, uh, obviously that's the numero uno truth. But that doesn't mean that lesser truths, like the real truth behind the economic system, isn't critically important to, to living a life of freedom, because it is. You see, our, the world that we live in, and this is something that took me decades to learn after I began my search for truth as a young boy, 
reading the books of the sleeping prophet Edgar Casey, putting myself into trans states as taught by Edgar Casey, and attempting to search through the Akashak records, these karmic records in another dimension, and all kinds of weird stuff. Now, <laughs> I'm laughing now when I think about it because pictures are floating in my head of the things that I was doing. Uh, and I was probably in, uh, I don't know, first grade at that time. Because I was very, because of the intellectual environment that I was raised in, I was encouraged to seek out answers, to read, to think, to question, uh, to engage in intellectual activities, which is no big deal. If you go back in time to the children of the Pilgrims and Puritans, who were the strong Bible-believing Christians who, who basically uh, made America great by, by making it built on a biblical worldview. Their children in first grade and younger knew things like how to read the Bible in Latin and Hebrew and Greek um, and English. They knew mathematics. Their vocabularies were, were massively incredible. Why? Why could the children of the pilgrims and Puritans outthink, outlearn? I mean, compared to the children coming out of education, I'm talking about universities, compared to the youth, the young adults and children who are coming out of our educational system in America today, and they're all dumbed down scientifically, the pilgrims and Puritans compared to the dumbed-down students of today who have gone through a covert process of Marxist social engineering, commonly known as critical theory, um, today's students, sadly to say, uh, many Christian students, have been dumbed down. And, and the children of the Pilgrims and Puritans were like geniuses, were like super geniuses compared to the children of today and the children of the last 30 years, and the current generation. We need to pray for them, but we need to rescue them, because they have been not sent to school. They have been thrown into a fiery abyss. And I, and you know, I don't want to repeat the same thing, but I've told you this numerous times. I am not easily shocked. I've been around the block like some of you have. I talk about this in my book, Power from on High. I'm not easily shocked, but I'm telling you, I was shocked when I heard a number of very reputable Christian ministries blow the trumpet about the actual triple X rated so-called adult sexual content and pictures and literature and other things that I don't want to mention because I don't want to be obscene, even though first-grade children are encouraged to play with these things in the classroom, first-graders. And uh, the, the level of the pornographic saturation was, was beyond my conception of what any normal human being could possibly want to expose a young boy or a young girl to as early as first grade. And I looked at the curriculum that the school systems were using 
and a lot of the curriculum was online. They 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 gave the, the children links because all the children have you know like laptops that they have with them or their cell phones that they have with them. So they they take these these United Nations derived sex education courses, and you hit a link or a click and or go to this page or that page, and what you will see visually, and I don't recommend it. What you will see visually or read or whatever is basically the most hardcore triple X rated porn uh, that is totally off the charts. And yet it is being crammed into the heads of our children as if this uh, way of, uh, of sexual relationships that they're showing you. And it's, it's just, to put it mildly, it's all the kinky stuff on steroids. They're programming the kids regarding sexuality and telling them that it's, this is the new normal. This is the new normal. And then I was watching a conservative program today, and I saw a news report. And in the news report, there was a video of a male teacher and I have, to, I have to say part of it, because if I don't say part of it, you, you won't get it. And my purpose is not to titillate. My purpose is to educate. Because it's very strange, and I've observed this over uh, many years when, when it comes to education. Very often teachers and parents, uh, because, because this stuff is like hidden out in the open, it's very hard for a parent who's investigating, or even a teacher who's investigating, uh, and trying to figure out whether the stuff I'm saying is true or not, and that many others are saying is true. It's very hard to, to pin it down because it, they keep hiding it. And I saw this video, and it was a male teacher teaching in a classroom. but. What what the video showed, and, and, and if you have children in the room, you need to turn this off. I'll give you a countdown of 10, and I'll get a, give you a countdown when we come back. Because I, I don't want to be responsible for exposing your children to offensive material. And if you are easily offended, and I can understand why, then after the count of 10, you need to turn the volume down for a little bit. Okay? So let's start with the countdown. I'll come in a count to ten, starting at one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there was the teacher standing in the classroom, very young students, I'd say second grade, maybe first grade. Generally in that age category. And then some video with children slightly older. And the teacher, it wasn't just, uh, well, let's put it this way. The teacher appeared to be, in my opinion, on like an activist mission to break the shock barriers or to break the sound barriers in the children's minds. Because this teacher was dressed as a woman, but that's 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 not what I'm focusing in on here. This teacher deliberately 
and I'm not trying to be cute or something, and I'm not exaggerating, had breasts as at least as large as two basketballs. I'm not exaggerating the size at all. If anything, I'm slightly de-emphasizing the size. So the teacher had breasts the size of two two basketballs and very thin type of shirt that you could see everything associated with this part of the female anatomy. Now, I don't, this is my opinion, but I don't believe this was done just for the purpose of individual expression or whatever. I believe that this was done as a kind of psychological wrecking ball to shatter any vestige of uh, a, a like I don't, I'm searching for a word that's applicable. I don't believe it was it's done at all for the purpose of education. I, I think it was done to to get at the parents of Christian kids or con- conservative kids to get at them, to really get under their skin. Because this teacher and whoever was behind this thing, they knew that this video would go all over the place across the United States, which, as I understand, it has. And and this was what it was. It was like it was like watching a an aberrant cartoon show, and it was so bizarre. Because I don't want to get into details of describing the anatomy, but it was so bizarre that it, it, it causes your head to spin. Now, when you are exposing young students to something that is so bizarre and so psychologically disorienting in, in what I just described to you, in terms of psychological warfare or psychological transformation, it is the intention to expose the students to something so bizarre, something that is so disorienting, that it causes their head spin. What I am describing to you are the classic elements of psychological programming, in which through shock, through crisis, through chaos, via this visual exposure, you create a state psychologically called cognitive dissonance, where the a person separates their identity from the reality because the reality is so insane. It's, it's basically a, a nuthouse. And when you begin to embed society via the media, via episodic TV, and via uh, all kinds of things and what's going on in the classroom, you are looking at a uh, social engineering process that is intentionally destroying the family and what would be called the former or old normal, so that a new normal can be replaced. Notice that this radical transformation goes hand in hand with the new normal presented in the global reset. So we're experiencing across the board in America and across the United States and across the world a full-on assault to break uh, the the belief systems that shaped America, to shatter the belief systems that built America, 
to destroy uh, the Judeo-Christian belief system and basically to use psychological warfare to destroy any belief in Jesus Christ, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and a a Christian or Judeo-Christian belief system. So it's an attack. It's a psychological warfare attack. And this attack has been going on for at least 65 years. Now, what, what does that do to your children? Well, your children then are being bombarded via the Internet, their cell phones, uh, virtual reality, and all these other technologies where they're being exposed to equally graphic material. And they're being programmed to, to believe that this kind of uh, sexuality is the new normal, and that anybody who isn't freely engaging in this form of sexuality is abnormal. This is psychological programming. And it's working. It's working. Because you have, you're seeing a riptide change or riptide transformation in the sexual beliefs and the sexual identity of millions and millions of American school children. That is unprecedented. Never happened like this before in human history. And it's done by design, scientific design. And it's done with the purpose of bringing in the Great Reset. So you add to to that kind of graphic, visual, social engineering, you add to that these elements that are designed to usher in the COVID-19 endgame, to usher in a global government based on a global totalitarian state enforced by digital tyranny, which means you're being spied on by computerless and wireless electronic surveillance 24-7, and the in-your-face but covert depopulation agenda uh, driven by the globalist elite, where they want to wipe out at least you know, another 7 billion people. They want to wipe them out off the planet using a whole menu of uh, diseases and pandemics and uh, uh, damaged immune systems, et cetera, et cetera. So these, so, so the weapons, so what we're talking about on a, on a more sophisticated level, and it's incumbent upon you to jump into the elevator and press the button to the highest floor because you because you're not going to win this spiritual war without elevating your consciousness therefore the metaphor of elevation as an elevator you're not going to win this war unless you elevate your knowledge and your consciousness to the level that the war the spiritual war is actually being fought on there's a lot of Christians in America, the majority of them, that they're fighting, you know, some kind of war in the, in the Old West, and they're going to lose, and they're going to go down hard, and America will become a totalitarian state if we don't have an authentic biblical Great Awakening, biblical revival, which has a twofold expression. Number one, that we receive power from on high, or call it being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm not here to argue. I'm here to win a spiritual war. If you're, you want to argue, that's fine. Go, go find some place to have an argument. Um, 
the, the, the clock is it's late in the day. And um, you go back 100, 150 years ago, and you go back to the early 1900s, and Rockefeller and other billionaires, trillionaires, financed all these depopulation uh, agendas, financed all these eugenic agendas where you select uh, the people that you believe genetically who are inferior, and you slot them for destruction, like in the in Holocaust. And that game of mass decimation is going on all around us. The depopulation agenda is going on all around us, but it is happening covertly through, in many cases, through vaccines and the proliferation of pandemics, man-made bioengineering pandemics. And so what we see on a comprehensive level, we see a scientific dictatorship emerging through the weaponization of things like COVID-19, various pandemics, the rise of a global government, digital tyranny, a one-world digital economic system, and a radical depopulation agenda in which they are in the process of decimating uh, billions and billions of people through war, disease, drought, mass starvation, uh, revolutions, and all kinds of uh, life killers. And this stuff was planned. The intellectual globalist elite, the, the wealthiest people like the Huxley family, the scientists uh, in England and Britain and, and America <coughs> have all been pushing this thing, and, and, and many trillionaires today have been pushing this thing <coughs> for over 100 years. So we now see the weaponization of a whole diverse spectrum of science and technologies, like 5G. Let us never forget that 5G, first and foremost, was originated as an EMF, an EMF frequency kill weapon. That 5G can operate at the exact same frequency range as the military uses in their EMF kill weapons. Or you can reduce the power of a 5G weapon slightly, and it will make people feel like they're burning alive and flee. That's, co- that's considered a non-lethal weapon. But, but don't forget, 5G is fully capable of being a weapon that can bring death. It's, it's a kill weapon. And yet, they are, they are building these small and medium-sized 5G EMF towers everywhere. And your neighbors are probably clueless. And then they're going to wonder why their kids or themselves have some disease or ADD or ADHD or all kinds of problems. And then ask yourself the question, why is it necessary to put in vaccinations uh, a payload of, of a metal substance known as graphene oxide. What is the purpose of a metal substance known as graphene oxide doing 
in the vaccination. Well, when you inject uh, graphene oxide, a metal, in the human body during the vaccination, and then when you have people come back for their booster shots, um, consisting of a series of vaccinations, they are constantly being injected with a fresh payload of the metal substance, graphene oxide, and also the nanotechnology, that super microscopic technology, the nanotechnology of a self-assembling nanobot. Now, what that means is in, it is alleged that in the vaccine, they're injecting into the human body a, a sub-microscopic, super-microscopic nanobot, which is a artificially intelligent computer made with uh, very strange materials. And what that does is it turns every human being that has that payload of the metallic substance, graphene oxide, in their system, it turns them into a living broadcasting system or a living receiver system. In other words, the graphene oxide and the uh, injection transforms people into somewhat human EMF broadcasting. And they can actually be broadcasters of EMF and 5G frequencies, or they can be receivers of EMF and 5G frequencies. And the, then these, all these human beings who have the graphene oxide in them, you can flip the switch and they become wireless transmitters or wireless receivers of EMF or 5G electrical signals, pictures, audio, voices, retrieving memories, artificially dialing up or dialing down people's moods, enhancing them or killing them over time. Yeah, killing them over time, because at this point in the discussion, I'm not talking about a vaccination. I'm talking about weaponized uh, electromagnetic frequencies utilized by the former communist Soviet Union, which is now today communist Russia, where they used EMF frequencies to beam a toxic wireless EMF frequency into an American embassy. And through this EMF frequency being beamed at American workers in a U.S. embassy, they gave a fair number of them cancer. So through the zapping of an invisible EMF frequency, they killed people by giving them cancer. So what does it tell us? It tells us that potentially, if you have somebody who has the will to do this, it is potentially possible for bad or evil people to weaponize EMF frequencies and to degrade the immune system and give people cancer and all kinds of other life-threatening diseases. And then on top of that, notice how many medical reports are coming out about all kinds of alleged damage, um, potential damage, and actual damage 
that men and women have received after getting the vaccination allegedly, which they allegedly claim, I'm saying this for legal reasons, uh, could have given them reproductive problems, men in their sperm, women having other problems. So isn't it interesting that the people who designed these uh, certain vaccines, they're also the depopulation crowd. So would it be strange for the depopulation crowd to to include depopulation properties in the vaccines? I think you, you know the answer to that question. Okay, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Remember, knowledge is power. When you know what's going on, you can do something about it. If you're you're ignorant, if you've been dumbed down, you're like a lamb being fattened for the slaughter. But if you know the truth, you can function proactively and win the spiritual and physical battle. Because remember this, if you do not win the physical and spiritual battle, your time on earth will be over rather quickly. This is the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. I need your help in spreading this message far and wide. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. There is still time for you to order Power from on High and a number of my other books, The Greatest Battle, uh, Conquering the Matrix. There is still time for you to order these books, again, like Power from on High, at a financial discount if you pre-order that book and the other books now while the special pre-order discount is available. The book, thank God, I mean, I mean I'm serious, thank God, the book is finally at the printer. But we're not going to keep the doors open um, for the discount price, because I'll, I'll be very uh, upfront with you. We can't afford to keep offering the discount price. The cost of printing has gone up since the book was originally, since I began to originally write the book. So right now, if you want to save money, then order the book now. At a certain point after the book is out, I have to. It's not because I, I want to. I have to raise the price because my costs, my production costs have, have gone up. So this book will change your life. And now the book is something like 420 pages, but it is not boring. It will electrify you, and it will give you hope, and it will give you what I think a lot of books are missing. It will give you real, authentic, genuine, spiritual, and biblical power so that you can be victorious in the spiritual battle all around us. And I don't think very few, I don't believe very many books, Christian books today, contain that. They'll contain like Disneyland world spiritual power, and, and, and ignore all the real problems. Very few books take a deep dive into the problems, but offer supernatural solutions. My new book, Power from on High, deals with just that. It, it pulls the veil or whatever that, that's hiding the Wizard of Oz, that, that sneaky wizard. The veil is pulled open and exposes the Wizard of Oz behind this whole thing. And the book gives you the information you need to personally access by faith authentic biblical spiritual power, not phony baloney, you know, 
circus time, running around like a nut spirituality. I'm talking about the, the, the high-voltage spirituality of the Pilgrims and Puritans and the, and the early disciples. So visit paulmcguire.us, that's paulmcguire.us, and order yourself a copy. In fact, you should order yourself a bunch of copies. Give them as Christmas gifts. Give them as a way to turn people on to uh, the truth. Because, again, this is not a boring religious book. This is a high-powered book. I share parts of my personal bio that I've never shared before. And I think the book will, will, I pray the book will be used by God. And I pray that you pray that the book would be used by God to transform the lives of many people and to save many souls. So visit paulmcguire.us. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. We'll be back in just a moment. You are now listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. A lot of people that you know and I know and a sizable percentage of people in America and a very disturbingly large percentage of Christians in America don't get it. And we have to wake them up. The, the spreading of knowledge and books and tapes and audio and stuff like that, that's how you wake people up. But they must be waken up, woken up because they don't understand what's at stake. There, there, there is a super billionaire, trillionaire class of the wealthiest people in the world who own the entire global financial structure, military structure, scientific and medical structure. And they have weaponized and they are manipulating things like a food crisis, a weather crisis, um, and creating a mindset in, in the hearts and minds of people, a consciousness in the minds of the people that is making prisoners out of the American people. And you say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, they're using the COVID lockdown as an act of economic warfare against the American people. So by that, I mean, when you, if you want to destroy a society like America, the most prosperous nation on planet Earth, you begin to roll out all these dictatorship type of laws and rules. Uh, regarding a social lockdown. You lock down society. And when you lock down society, you inevitably shatter into tiny pieces the economy. And you shatter cash flow. And you shatter and destroy savings and retirements and the value of people's homes. You break it as if you were uh, a thief breaking into a house and stealing. These people are breaking and smashing into pieces the economic system using things like the uh, lockdown. And that creates the total destruction and bankruptcy of the owners of small businesses, restaurants, people's savings people's uh, opportunity to start their own jobs. It destroys freedom. Um, it, it keeps people unnaturally located inside their homes. And it basically crushes uh, the, the spirit in people through uh, what could be called an act of psychological warfare against the American population. And, and you're doing that 
through weaponized social engineering. So this is how it works. The American people are, through, through the beginning of America, have a built-in sense of pride. They're hard workers. To one degree or another, they believe in God. They're can-doers, if you know what I mean. And they produce prosperity through their hard work and their initiative. Well, the globalists hate that. The super-rich hate that. The super-rich want to control everyone. It's a, it's a lust for them. They want to dominate and control everyone. They want to control all the money. And they want to enslave not only the American population, but the global population. And so they have declared war against the American people, war against Christianity, the Bible, a biblical worldview, a Judeo-Christian worldview. They have declared war. Why are they attacking? Do you think they're just doing that funky stuff by indoctrinating students with, like, hyper-perversion? What do you think that's all about? That is a deliberate, systematic, psychological assault on the framework of consciousness of your children and other children. And I'm going to put it really blunt to you. It is the psychological equivalent of taking a hammer and and smashing some kind of statue made out of, I don't know, a substance that's strong, but when you hit it with a hammer, it shatters. They are shattering the minds of your children and other people's children. They need to shatter the minds of the children because by shattering the minds of the children and young adults and adults, they are shattering all remnants of a biblical worldview, Christian morality, a capitalist ethic, absolute right, absolute wrong, morality, the whole thing, patriotism, nationalism. They're smashing it into pieces. Why? Because the globalist elite, unlike many sleeping Christians, who are you know snoozing while our nation is being destroyed by an all-out attack, and I'm not exaggerating. The the purpose of this invasion is to America has to be broken on the world stage. America has to be shattered into little tiny pieces on the global stage because the whole world, the communist world, the globalist world, the Marxist world. The whole world looks up or has looked up until recently to America to be a shining light of freedom, the American way. And people from every kind of nation on earth know that at the root and foundation of America's greatness and prosperity, they know a lot of it comes from Christianity, the biblical God, and operating on biblical principles. In fact, let, let, let's just restate together the the essential foundational truth here. The essential foundational truth here is that it is because America was built on a biblical foundation by the Pilgrims and Puritans. It's because America gave biblical freedoms to their people. It's because America practiced imperfectly, but biblical economics. That was the number one reason for America's unprecedented prosperity. That was the number one reason we actually had an American dream. That is the number one reason that to this very day, people are sneaking out of the nations they live in, the hellhole nations, the communist nations. They're they're sneaking out at risk of their own personal death. They're sneaking out of communist hellhole nations and dictatorships all over the world. They're sneaking out and escaping, and they're sneaking into America to try to find. freedom, 
and an economic opportunity. But sadly, there are um, certain target demographics that they know are are pre-programmed to be socialist, pre-programmed to look to governments to supply all their needs. Now, there's nothing wrong with opening the doors and, and letting everybody in, but they should be taught the American system. America will collapse. We will sink like that ship, the Bismarck, if all we do is um, import people who, who know nothing else but how to be dependent upon government. America will sink. So America is a beacon of light. However imperfect we are, and believe me, we all know we're imperfect, America is still a beacon of light to the nations. And, and the beacon of light comes from the fact that there is still a massive deposit of biblical truth that exists in the hearts and minds of millions of Christians in America. It may be a diluted truth, but it's still the truth. And that is the light of the world. And Jesus Christ called every Christian to be a light to the world. That is why Satan and the principalities and powers, working through other nations, working through Luciferian uh, globalist elite groups like the World Economic Forum, are centering their attack and their assault on one nation and one nation only, and that's the United States of America. They want to break the back of America. They want to bring America down uh, to the level of an impoverished, uh, uh, broke, third-world nation uh, run by a third-world dictatorship. And that's what America is becoming. And the reason America is becoming uh, a third-world dictatorship, which is collapsing, and freedom is being stomped upon and ripped into shreds right in front of your faces, is because in America, this expression by a famous philosopher, which I'm sure you've heard, the only thing that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. The fact of the matter is that evil is triumphing in America because both good men and good women are doing nothing. There's no excuse for doing nothing in the time of the greatest crisis, in the time of the greatest battle for the hearts and minds of mankind in the history of the world. There's no excuse whatsoever. You and I will stand before Jesus Christ at the great white throne of judgment, and we will be held accountable by God for our actions, or for our apathy. We will give an account of what we did or did not do. God is giving us one last chance. And we're, we're in the zone of one last chance. And God is calling us now. And anybody who tells me, listen, listen very carefully, anyone who communicates to me and tells me that they can't hear the Lord calling them, or they don't believe the Lord is giving us one last chance, or, or they believe that it's impossible to have one last chance. Anybody who tells me that, uh, sadly and tragically, they have been blinded. They are a casualty of this spiritual war that I've been referring to. They've been blinded by the powers of darkness, and they, know how, they no longer have the power to see the light and the truth. God is calling his people, and let's address that reality and fact right now. Because right now, as I'm speaking these words, every single person listening to me on the Paul McGuire Report 
you are either among those <clears throat> who tend to be blind, or you are among those that could be categorized as the remnant church. And as a member of the remnant church, you know what I'm talking about. You can hear right now at this second, you can hear the voice of the Lord, that still small voice of the Lord calling you. And he's calling you to commit. He's calling you to get involved in the spiritual warfare. He's calling you to repent of your apathy and to get involved, become a prayer warrior, to support financially ministry ministries like this one so we can communicate the truth and win the spiritual war. I want to just pause. I'm going to keep talking, but I want to pause for a moment so that you might have an opportunity to reflect. At this moment in human history, it's not an accident that you're listening to me, the Paul McGuire on the Paul McGuire Report. It's not an accident. And those of you that want to know in your heart, you can feel it in your heart, just as surely as you felt it in your heart when the Lord saved your soul. You can feel it in your heart that the Lord is calling you, and he's asking you to repent of your apathy or indifference. The Lord is calling you to engage or enter this spiritual warfare and to become a prayer warrior, to be involved uh, physically, to be involved by the donation of your finances, to be willing to take an intelligent and law-abiding and peaceful stand and ask the Lord to show you where and when to stand and in what manner to stand. So I want to add this. There's no question in my heart, because I can, I can, I've been walking with the Lord for decades. It doesn't mean I'm special. It just means I'm saved by grace. And I can hear, I can hear literally, uh, I shouldn't say literally, let me simply qualify that. I can hear the Lord walking among us in a spiritual sense. I can hear the still, small voice of the Lord calling you, calling me, calling his people to come to him and cry out to him and engage in prayer and to take a stand after receiving power from on high. And the Lord is telling us to do that, just that. Take a stand, but you can't take a stand effectively in the flesh. You can only take an effective stand after you receive power from on high. So that's something you do with an act of your will. You open your heart and your mind to the Lord Jesus Christ and you make the dedicated choice and decision with an act of your will to receive power from on high. So go ahead and do what the Lord is calling you to do. The Lord's calling you to come to him. So come to him in prayer. And you know what I'm talking about because God has given you a will, and you know how to use that will. And the Lord is calling you to use your will and to open up your heart and your mind right now as he's calling you and ask him to clothe you with power from on high, to fill you with power from on high. And then we know that whatever we ask in Jesus' name, it will be done for us by our Father who's in heaven. So we know that what we're asking Jesus for is being done right now by the Father. And we're asking Jesus to clothe us with power from on high. 
And the Father is doing just that. The Father is pouring out His Holy Spirit upon you right now, if you're asking Him to, and if you're opening up your heart to be filled to overflowing with the power of the Holy Spirit. He's doing that in your life right now. And as such, you are supernaturally infused with the power of the Holy Spirit. And you have now have a supernatural ability, and you're supernaturally equipped to be victorious and to win the spiritual battle for America, your children, and this nation. God is giving you the power to win, to be victorious. We should never be saying what God's Word doesn't say. We aren't defeated. We can overcome in the power of the Holy Spirit and the name of Jesus Christ. So we have to do that, be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then once we're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, because, for example, right now, I can feel the presence of the Lord in this studio, and I can feel the presence of the Lord pour out His Holy Spirit upon His people, upon you right now, in the name of Jesus. I can feel the presence of the Lord, and I can feel the outpouring of the Holy Spirit being poured out from heaven upon you and many others listening all across America and across the world. and. You need to make the choice whether you choose to be receptive and receive it or to reject it. So I believe you're going to receive it. And I encourage you to, with an act of your will, choose to be receptive. Allow the Lord to fill you with his power, his Holy Spirit power right now, in the name of Jesus, as you call on his name. So so what is his name? His name is Jesus. So you say, Jesus. Don't be embarrassed. Say Jesus. Say it silently. Jesus, I call upon you right now to fill me with the power of your Holy Spirit, to clothe me with the power of your Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Jesus, that right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you and praise you that right now I am receiving a supernatural and extraordinary infusion of the power of the Holy Spirit. And I praise you, God, and I worship you, Jesus, that you are clothing me right now with power from on high. And as such, I'm receiving the supernatural power, the supernatural strength, and supernatural knowledge to be victorious in the spiritual battle that we are involved in at the end of the age. And Lord, I humble myself before you. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to forgive us of the sins of America. And I ask that you would supernaturally destroy the evil works of the adversary, destroy the evil works of the adversary, drive out the demonic armies, and send in, Lord God Almighty, send in your angelic armies of the highest rank. Send in hundreds of thousands of angels from the Most High God. Send in the chariots of fire. And based on grace, unmerited favor, and the blood of Jesus Christ, based on grace, overturn and drive out those demonic entities that would attempt to enslave and destroy us. Purge our nation of this wickedness in the invisible realm, God. Purge it. And I praise you for doing it, God, and praise him for doing it. Now, the book Power from on High will teach you more in terms of understanding the dynamic of the battle, but 
the book Power from on High, which you can get at a discount now at paulmcguire.us, will teach you how to receive power from on high. And I want you to know the distinction between the funky, weird, aberrant counterfeit called uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. There's a lot of fake stuff, but don't let the fake stuff, uh, don't let the devil use the fake stuff to blind you from the real stuff, the real power of the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of truth. And together, if we agree as touching anything on earth together, it shall be done for us by my Father who is in heaven. And it's not over yet. God called us to be engaged in the spiritual warfare in the last days. We're in the last days. Let us respond right now with no hesitation whatsoever. Let us respond right now to that call of God that you can feel on your heart now. Respond to God. Say yes, and let's move forward. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us.